ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the most famous words in motorsports with your host, Lugs and the Gas Man. Ladies and gentlemen, start your podcast. Hey folks, welcome to the Wrecking Racing Christmas Spectacular. We are bringing you right before the New Year's, right before Christmas time, to have some exciting uh, news coverage for you coming from the NASCAR world. And to uh, welcome our fans back after a month hiatus. Yeah, man. Merry Christmas to all of our fans out there. Yeah, you know what? We we're blessing you on this Christmas season with my voice that you have not heard (laughs) in thirty days. Yes. (laughs) Oh man, how the hell are you, dude? I am. I am fantastic. You've been been jetting around the world like Santa, man. Yeah, I I I I look like Santa. (laughs) Yes, I have been all all around delivering my presents to all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Were they happy to see you though? That's the question. Well, I sure they were. Sure. Right? Why would they not be? I mean, just just curious. Yeah. So it is. Uh, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna be a little rusty this episode, probably. Uh, I think I was rusty last episode, maybe even the episode and the episode before that, and the episode before that, maybe, maybe even the episode before that one. Yeah. Uh, I see you already got your drink. Yeah. Open so there. I already did a um, at wrecking and racing faux pas. That, I opened that, that you chastised me for. Yeah, exactly. I opened my drink before I did it on the air. So. But I haven't. I'm a so, good boy. Celebration. Thank you, Lug. It sounds really good. Celebration of the uh, NASCAR off season and Monsters last season as the premier yeah. sponsor last this past season. Um, we are drinking a Monster. Uh, and actually, Monster is very uh, important to talk about today because they're sponsoring a particular Ford driver. <laughs> Starting off with it. Good <laughs> Lord. <laughs> Oh we'll man, get, we'll get to that. And <laughs> and a Chevy driver that they're sponsoring. Yeah, so still going to remain in the sport. Thankfully, I really enjoyed Monster. Uh, yeah, so being did in I. the sport. So I, I love I going hope... to the races and getting free drinks. Oh well, yeah, that that was awesome too. But I hope that they continue to be as invested as they were previously. Because I'll continue them. Honestly, I'll continue to support them either way. But I just really enjoyed them. I I thought they're well. I guess they're still doing the Monster Girls. Yes. That was announced. Yes, that yes, was announced was. during the mm-hmm. uh, Christmas layoff. What do you, what, what do we call this period since the season ended? I don't know if I'd call now. it a layoff. Not layoff. Off season. Um, I guess just the off season was announced that they will still keep Monster Girls for Victory Lane. Swing. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I, I think, you know, my I, I spent, as everybody knows, duh, but I, I spent the last month in Italy I think the monster girls got their ideas for clothing from the Italian women, because <laughs> oh, that's yeah. how they all looked over there. Even in the cold temperatures? So cold temperature, they wore one of two things for the most part. Either super tight leather pants or super low cut uh, skirt hmm. is what. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Very interesting fashion choices in Italy. Cold outside. And, man, they'll ride Vespas with these little short, non-existent skirts on. Oh, yeah. You think, I mean, think I how probably, cold I it pro- has to I be. I probably wouldn't want to see that in America. 
No, you're right. You wouldn't. Most of the females here are it, I don't, not as attractive. I, I'm a big guy. I cannot understand. I mean, I gained probably 20 pounds over there. I don't know how the hell they stay so skinny. Did you uh, weigh weigh in before and after? I didn't. No. I didn't know. So I told you to do that. I know, and I was going to, and I completely forgot. Like I was on the plane on my way over, and I'm like shit, I forgot to weigh in. Yeah. Um. So compared to my last weigh in to when I come back, it was actually only like six pounds. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I would have ate and drank everything. I think over there. Yeah. So I guess how my day went is you know wake up early. Your breakfast starts out with like the hotel I was at. They had a huge buffet every day so it was like 15 different types of sliced meats um eggs bacon in addition to that croissants they had like 10 different types of croissants like chocolate filled jelly filled honey filled Mm -hmm. cheeses fruits vegetables everything you can think of pretty much nice start my day with that lunch was always a pasta of some sort and then dinner was always (laughs) Pretty much a pasta or a cake. Um, so but, lots of pasta. But, yeah, and lots carbs. of pasta and uh, wine. I'm not a big wine drinker, but we, I drank a, almost a bottle every single night while I was there. Hmm. Nice. Yeah, I, I became an alcoholic for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, uh, you want to get talking about the? Uh, you want to talk more about the I, trip? I feel or? like this is our first time doing a podcast. Yeah, it does kind of feel that way. Our little... fans that if fans have never listened to this show before, they're, <laughs> they're listening like, now. Who are they're these like, retards? Yeah, what the what the hell is wrong with these guys? You're <laughs> not even talking now. Are you talking about some douche in Italy? Yeah. So, uh, anyways, yeah, well, we'll jump into the news here, guys. Uh, it's just different not having a race to dissect or something like that. You know, no too. fantasy to talk about. Because last time, last episode, we were breaking down the championship yep. finale, literally hours after it concluded. Yep. Um. So just a little bit off cycle force guys but yeah we're gonna treat this just kind of as a as what gasman said like a little bit of a christmas special talk about news talk about maybe some holiday plans some things uh we've done yeah. previously in the last few weeks i guess um yeah and and this today is the first day i've seen logs in literally a month yeah so it's not like we've had a chance to really talk Have a lot I changed uh, you're much more handsome than what you were. Oh, I didn't know that was possible. Uh, the Thank Botox you. Botox is really working out. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah. And, I don't and the Rogaine. Get, I don't remember getting that. <laughs> but, well, let's jump in. Uh, three pretty big uh, headlines. I mean, one really steps off the page for me. I, and we've already talked about this. We kind of d- disagree uh, on what's bigger. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. I'm going to say my Go ahead. Go ahead. Which yeah. is Jimmy Johnson has retired as... Uh, announced his retirement. So yeah, it's because you felt somewhat surprised by that. I felt. I felt. I knew. Like, was, I knew. I, knew I, I could see it coming. All yeah, I knew long. it was coming, but I thought he had at least one more year. And yeah. knowing how competitive Jimmy is in the bad seasons he's having, I thought he'd really want to give it another year or two. Sure. Uh, and I would understand and, that. And maybe even getting his get his foot in the twenty twenty one car, right? So that's kind of what took me back a little bit. Now you, on the other hand. You were not surprised by this. No, not at all. I, mean, I think I even called it like two months ago when Ally released about, you know, we're going to be signed to the team. Yeah, and I made the comment then that you notice how they said Hendrick and did not say Johnson right. in that. And it's like, this is the end of John. This is his last season. True, but they were signed through 2023. And I w- didn't expect Johnson yeah. to race that long, but I thought he had at least one more year on top of 2020. But. Nonetheless, crazy to me to fathom that. Like, 
you and I both obviously have been watching racing long before Johnson came into the scene, but to think, you know, 19 years when he stumbled on or ended the, into the series in what, 2002, 2003. And then, you know, another great, we're going to see going out. I don't know, man. It's just like, he didn't even win rookie of the year. He did. He got beat out by Newman. Yeah. It's just, uh, it's just crazy, man. And I guess it's part of me like also struggling with getting older and, and, (laughs) and seeing like, I think that's a part of the problem. Lugs is like a slap to the face. Like, damn, how old are we? Yeah. We, we, we remember him coming into the, into the sport. Yeah. Exactly right. Like so, it's like nineteen years. Holy so, shit! Like, where's the where's my nineteen years of? You wanna know something really kind of interesting and fun? So the place I work at right now is a pharmaceuticals manufacturer. Back in the day, it was a different company, same plant, different company, and I grew up. Well, we grew up like five minutes from this plant, mm-hmm. and they made Excedrin. Right in Johnson. He so who sponsored, sponsored him? In the Bush yeah, series. yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. They sponsored Johnson. They brought Johnson to the to the site. Mm-hmm. So my sister got to meet Jimmy Johnson when he was driving the Excedrin car. Yeah, because she worked for them. Right. So it's interesting. The place I work at now used to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Long story short, but anyway, Johnson's been to our area because of that. Yeah, but it's just crazy, man. Like, you know, like I said, just seeing him come into the series as a rookie and you know to think about nineteen years. And then retiring, but we're it's old, just, dude. Yeah, we're old, and like so many of the names synonymous with some of the greatest racing that we've watched personally. You know, another one that's going to be retiring. It's just ah, so kind of stings a little bit. Kind of stings a little bit. After Johnson, who's next? Is it Kurt? Is it Kevin? Is it Ryan? Is it Clint? Uh, those could all be easily debated, man. I uh, I hope it's not Harvick because man, he's getting better. I mean, older he, he gets. He's still, that's the thing. Johnson has not been competitive, so I think he was a little bit more content to say, "Okay." I think we'd be. Up. I think it would be between Boyer, uh, Boyer and Newman, man. Because um, who was it that just signed? Uh, Kurt Kurt just signed a new two, extension two ago, with right? Chip Ganassi because he wanted to get his foot in the twenty twenty one car. So I definitely think that it's it's going to be between Clint and uh, Ryan, Ryan Newman. Yeah. I I think it's probably gonna be Clint, me personally, because mm-hmm. there were some rumors about him going to the booth. You're right, right. Um, last year or this previous this year, yeah, right? Yeah. Right. So, uh, yeah, I think it would be one of those two before the others. But again, like I, I definitely hope Kevin stays in the series for a couple more years because he's clearly like getting better as he gets older. Not better, I guess you could, but just more. Yeah, he's know. consistent. He's he's competitive. I mean, he's a contender. So he's why, winning a lot more now than what he did with RCR. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I agree. I think unfortunately we've seen the demise of RCR over time, and and Tyler Reddick, cover your ears. <laughs> well, maybe this is the turnaround for RCR, and we could hope. You know, it's it's a traditional team that you always want to see succeed, even if you hate them. I mean, I hate Roush growing up. I don't want to see them fail as a team. Mm-hmm. I want to see them back to being competitive. And- right, right. Um, so that leads us to the next piece of this two-loaded question. Uh, who steps in the 48? Oh. <laughs> Let me give you a list of names, and you tell me who's the front runner. Give me two two of the biggest front runners. Okay. Ross Chastain. And before you're like, what? Who? Why? Let me, no. Let me write these down so I can Ross, remember what I said. Ross has landed a deal 
in Xfinity full time for 2020. Mm-hmm. So very much could be a stepping sure. stone into the Cup Series and, the and following Hendrick, year. And Hendrick likes up and coming talent, mm-hmm. and Ross has proved himself to be talent. Correct. Uh, also, Matt DiBenedetto, one year contract with Wood Brothers. So if that doesn't get extended, he'll do basically one and done at Wood, Bl- Wood Brothers, just like Ryan Blaney did. Right. Uh, Kyle Larson is said to be in a contract year with Chip Ganassi. So it could be Larson's last year there in the 42. Um, same thing with Eric Jones. We know that's a one-year ex- extension contract at Joe Gibbs because right. they're going to be moving Christopher Bell into that the following year. Well, now that's not official, but that's right. the big speculation. Um, and then these last two had me really kind of scratching my head, but it kind of makes sense. Brad Keselowski has been brought up a lot. What? I don't see that. Now, okay, he was a Hendrick yeah. Motorsports development driver. Development driver right. and drove for Hendrick, Motorsports. Yep, exactly. And Hendrick has always said, Hendrick got him you. the job at Penske. Exactly. Yeah. He's like, I would love to have you back in my stable if it ever worked out. Well, yeah. who's to say this isn't the opportunity? Now, do I think that will happen? No. I think in the meantime, Brad is pretty became pretty... Uh, um, you know, I don't know. Uh, formed such an alliance with Roger Penske. I don't see him leaving. I, I, that it'd be f- weird to see him in something other than a Ford or a Dodge because of the history, because of Penske. Yeah, it'd be hard to see. I just in my mind, it'd be hard to see him in something else. Yeah. So I, I agree there. That okay. one's that one's probably the longest shot for me to be able to take in. Uh, and then this last one, it actually kind of makes a little bit of sense for me. Ryan Blaney. Very close friends with Chase Elliott and Dale Earnhardt Jr. They hang out a lot. Yeah, uh, in the off. I, I agree. Race I times. agree. I, I see that connection, but I think the person that makes the most sense on this list, without a doubt, is Ross Chastain. And maybe and again, he has age on his side. Hendrick loves to bring in fresh young talent. Ross has proved himself. And who won the trucks? Most popular driver award. Chastain. So I think he's got the markability but that helps he, to keep that sponsorship. I think a lot the of it image, I think a lot of it will play out based on performance through the first half of the twenty twenty season for all of these drivers. Uh, but I agree. Probably Chastain would be at the top of the list. And you'd think I'd, Larson's gotta be right there. If Larson's in the contract here, I agree. I just don't see I don't see Larson doing it either. To me, Larson is good, but he's not really proved himself. So he's been in a quality cup car for how many seasons Has now? he? Why not? He's been capable of winning, right? He fails to win. That's on him. That's not on the team. He's been right there. I mean, he and Kurt only have one win apiece in 2019. So In 2019, okay. But was he not in contention for wins? He was. Does he tend to drive over his head and hit the wall? He has, and we've talked about that. Exactly. That's my that's my point is that he as a driver has not he's kind of failed to impress a little bit. He needs he, some he more development. And you and know then, who can bring that? <laughs> Hendrick Motorsports. But that's the thing. Does he need more development? He's been in the sport now what, five years? Yeah, I think I but. think I think at this point he should be more consistent than what he's been. To me, if it was me, okay, and obviously we don't know the situation between each person's contract and what's there. Out of this list you gave me, and there might be some we're not even talking about, but out of this list you gave me, only one person makes sense. Yeah. 
I just think that he you you can't rule him out. I think he's no. I don't think you can rule him out. If it was me choosing, I wouldn't choose him. Mm -hmm. If you were Mr. Hendrick, you wouldn't choose Kyle Larson. Correct. Not not if this if this is the list of people available to me. Okay. Well, give me give me your rundown. Who's you get? Put them in order. So my order would be Ross. My second of this. Okay, we're going off this list, right? Yep. My second would be Blaney. My third would probably be Larson. Then I would probably go Matt D, then Jones. And, and Brad's then, last. And Brad's last, yeah. And thing is, I think Brad would be great there, but again, he's on the downward side. He's aging. It's hard. It's hard. It, it yeah, is. It's hard. It is. Because I just don't, me visually, I have a hard time seeing him in that car. But I think Hendrick will want to bring in a young guy, not necessarily. Yeah, and DeBenedetto's not that young. No, and I don't think. But I think he would be so a very, like, very like, much a fan favorite. He would be, and I like Matt D. I don't think he's as talented as Ross. No, and that's my uh, opinion. I but think, but also we've not really got. To, well, it's hard to compare those two. It is. Um. I don't know, man. And, you know, Eric Jones, I, I think a, a lot of it's I'm not gonna, a Jones fan. I am not a Jones fan. I don't hate the guy. I don't, I don't hate, hate him. Guy. I'm just, he's never impressed but me. But that's the thing. Like, the performance that these drivers put on in the first half of 2020 is what's going to win them the shot in the 48 Yeah, no, car. You, you are 100% right. Because right now I'm going to say, nah, I don't really think Jones has a shot. But if Jones goes out and wins five races, then absolutely he's going to be a candidate for the 48 car. Um. So, I don't know. Fun stuff there, man. We'll figure out what uh, what shakes out there. Next big piece of news. To me, the biggest piece of news. To you, the biggest piece. Is Cole. De oh, okay. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. That's big news, too, but not the biggest news. So, Cole Pern choosing to essentially retire or leave the NASCAR world, take on other endeavors, spend time with family. I get it. But you're talking about leaving at the top of your game. I mean, there's so many crew chiefs out there that wish they were Colpern. Oh yeah, man. And for him to just step I'm away, concerned for for Truex, man. Oh yeah, Truex to me is gonna take an O-side next year. Martin has won basically all of his races yep. with Cole. Yep, exactly. Like maybe one or two without him. Yeah, all the other wins. He was never a contender without Cole. So you know, I I want to I do want to know like how much. Is, of it is due to Ross and or no, Ross. <laughs> How much is due to Martin? How much is due to Cole? It's kind of the Jimmy Johnson, Chad Knauss thing. Like, who? Yeah. Where's yeah. the balance lay? We're gonna find out. Yeah, you know. And we saw it last year with Johnson and Knauss. Now, can you blame it on the new car for Johnson? Maybe a little bit, but we're gonna find out with Cole and, and Martin. That's for sure. Yeah. And, and so, anyway, I, I don't see the performance coming on Martin that we've seen in the past. I don't think he's going to be a Final Four contender. Maybe a 16 qualifier. Oh, absolutely. Maybe a 12 qualifier. Absolutely. absolutely. Pushing the eight. It's still Gibbs equipment, man. Exactly. So, pushing the eight. They're going to find somebody. Know. I'm sure it'll be somebody internally. They've already announced it today. I didn't see it. Who is it? Yeah, uh, I don't remember his name, but he was a head engineer. So, he was kind of a Colpern... Uh, Successor, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah he, so he's the team. Yeah, he was spent some time with at uh, Furniture Row with them, and uh, basically he was Cole's right hand man. So I, I think there's still gonna be a lot of resources there. It's just not Cole, and 
And sometimes those people just click. So I think it's going to be a step back. And it's not a thing where there's bad blood, right? And Cole's going to another team or, you know, getting in a spaceship going right. to Mars. He's still he, going to probably be unloading call, notes. Eh? Exactly. Unloading yeah. notes. Somebody to lean on. Somebody to call, right? Yeah. I, I, I think you're still going to see some re- residual effects from that. But nonetheless, it's going to be interesting to see yeah. how the new relationship what that produces. Yeah. And, and you know what? For Cole to make this decision to be spending time with his family, good for him. Not everybody. Who can say they just walked away from something like that? As big as this. Yeah. Right. No, exactly. So if he was like, and, and I'm not trying to be I'm a selfish guy. Here. I probably wouldn't do it. No, I no, I either would I. But let's say he was Corey LaJoy's crew chief. Okay, that's one thing. <laughs> But being a championship crew chief, no offense, and a, Corey. We no, don't. I'm not trying to be offensive. I'm just being realistic. But to be a top contender, top of your game, a on the pedestal of crew chiefs right now, and just a step away, it's huge. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And to me, this was the biggest news of the year. Wow. So, Truex of the offseason, as of the offseason, so off yes. So, Truex will qualify for the eight, will not qualify for the four. Hmm. Okay. Like I said, it's still going to be Gibbs equipment, so it's going to be competitive. That's but, why he's going to be an I, eight. I could see eight. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. I think that's all the big news there. We can shift down to. You don't want to talk about Toyota squandering <laughs> development driver again? Oh, I do want to back up real quick. Something I just thought about the whole Blaney to Hendrick thing. Yeah. One more note you did not bring up that kind of makes sense as well. William Byron is dating Blaney's sister. Emma? That. I don't know what their name. I don't know Blaney's family, who's who. I just seen it on Twitter. You don't know Dave Blaney? I know Dave Blaney. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the mom, the sisters, if there's any other brothers. I don't know. Anyway, uh, Will and Byron's dating. A see, I saw some pictures of them all together for Thanksgiving. I think it was like Bubba. Um yeah, I see. I seen that William. Table, yeah, yeah and I was like, why? Is, and I did wonder. I was like, why is William there? But so that totally makes sense. Okay. So anyway, there's a connection there. Besides him being Chase's buddy, he's also tagging. Byron's tagging his. Yeah, sister, and then so. Gray's sisters dating. Zane. Zane. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a big old yeah pot full of yeah. NASCAR people fucking. But <laughs> <laughs> way to be honest there, yeah, absolutely. I mean. Yeah, but the great thing is, so if you start dating a girl who grew up in that environment, they're used to it. The yeah. travel, yeah. The, the environment, et cetera. So try and bring someone True. new into that, it's a little, obviously it can be hard probably. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. It would take some getting used to. Um, all right, so man, go ahead with your next piece. So I know the, you want to talk about The next piece it. is that, let's just take it back a notch here. Toyota and the history of their development drivers. Who have they lost? William Byron? Noah Gregson. Noah Gregson. Uh, who else did they lose? They lost... Uh, help me out here. I know you I mean, have... Those, like, are yeah, the, those are the huge ones. Those are the big ones, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so another one is that... I actually seen this as a huge surprise because I did not see this coming at first. Uh, but anyway, Haley Deegan is... if Whatever you want to call it, she's the next big marketing thing for NASCAR. I would agree, yeah. She's marketable. So this is huge. Huge news is that she's switching from over to DGR Crosley this next season and it'll be a Ford development driver. Mm-hmm. When's the last time you heard Ford really pulling in a development driver that was 
name breaking. Yeah. No. And I mean, the last person I can really think of would be like Chris Buescher, uh, Ty Majeski, you know, yeah. people like that. But yeah. Um, yeah, no, I mean, it's good for Ford, man. I mean, that's just proves they're cementing that they're committed to the sport. You know, they're still remain to be in the sport and good for them. Good for them for snagging her up. Um, like you said, like Toyota needs to be better about that, but also it's very it's apparent they don't have too. a lot of open seats man. yeah that's that's, the thing. that's their problem yeah. is yeah they groom this talent into wildly competitive and successful people but then they only have so many damn seats so it's like it's kind of inevitable to a degree you know to yeah to a degree this early on in the in the development stage though i was a little shocked about i mean could they have found her a truck series a oh, truck yeah. oh yeah race team to put her in for 2020 yeah. i would have thought so but she's doing another season of K&N, right? Yeah, it's going to be K&N and some IMSA races. So she's getting to do some sport car races in the Ford camp, which is neat for her. Uh, so she's not ready to – she's at least been on. She's not ready to move into trucks yet. That's going to be probably next year. She wants to do two full years in trucks, okay, two yeah. full years in Xfinity before she gets a yeah, cut. So they said like 2025? Yeah, but you know what? Laying out a plan like that? Good for her. She's laid it out that she does not want to move up too quick because what have we seen? <laughs> We've, yeah, okay, exactly. We've seen other people struggle because they've moved up way too fast. So for her have a plan laid out like that, I think it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's just it's still a long way off, man. Yeah. Long way off. No telling what will be, what the sport will look like then. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully cars good, and... but, you know, it's uh, just a lot of time between now and then. So yeah. we'll find out. Yeah, there's some exciting news that happened. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Tell so me about it. So back in the day, you remember the Bush clash back in the day? I do. Yeah, so that's coming back, is that Bush is now the naming rights of the clash. I saw like, kind of a retro um, Feel photo to shoot yeah. the other day. Yeah. Yeah. And the driver's like sitting through the The letters verbiage. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. That's awesome. So, so to me, that's wonderful big news because it makes me think of childhood. Iconic, yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure, man. And I think... Again, Bush, NASCAR, perfect marriage, monster, NASCAR, perfect marriage. Did you see uh, the new name for the truck series? It has a slight rebranding. I yeah, I thought we saw. talked about that our last episode. Maybe we did. It's like Gander Outdoor RV. NASCAR Gander RV <laughs> and Outdoor Series. Yeah. I can't wait to hear him say that 20,000 times in the broadcast. And the Cup Series is going to be called... The Cup the Series. Cup series. <laughs> yeah, so that's one thing we haven't really talked about. We did have some news there with yeah. some of the tier sponsors stepping forward. Yep, so our big four, the four premier, is going to be Xfinity, Bush, Coke. I'm missing one. Was, uh, it, was it Geico? Did they officially? Geico, Geico. Yeah. yeah, it was Geico. I got a list of here in my notes somewhere. Oh, good for you. Yep. I didn't even see that there. Awesome. But, uh, so yeah, so now we kind of know what that structure looks like, so... They're not going to be sponsoring the individual races, correct? It's just so going to be... They, so each person, like each person, each company has a little bit of a different package. They're premier. Some are going to be like going to be sponsoring a couple of races. Um, like some's going to be like the seats and shit like that. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just, it's a yes. To answer your question, yes, they're going to be sponsoring some of the races, but it's only a select few and amongst other things. Hmm. So the cars are going to say Cup Series, 
instead of monster like it did previously, etc. Yeah. Um, but yes, they are going to be sponsoring a couple of races here and there and amongst other things. Hmm. So you'll see their names plastered all around. Okay. Um, let's talk about also kind of in the realm of sponsorship. Uh, NASCAR officially said no to CBD oil sponsors coming into the sport. Did you see that? I did. I'm actually only surprised about that a little bit. Uh, I mean, the whole U.S. is kind of turning that direction. It's CBD. It's not marijuana. Mm-hmm. I don't see a big deal about it. Yeah. I mean, even in extreme conservative Indiana that we live in, CBD is allowed. Yeah, yeah. So I don't really see. I really thought, you know, I, I think that would have brought a lot of Official sponsors CBD of, into of NASCAR. Yeah, maybe, possibly. But I really thought there would be more... I don't know, uh, leniency with that. I think it's the stigma. So they still... I say give them two more years and they'll rethink it. Did they really... Yeah, I mean, as, as becomes more accepted among, you know, more people in the United States, I think it'll be mm-hmm. more accepted in, in sports leagues and stuff like that. But do they still have a block on hard liquor? Can So I'm not really for sure because they used to have a block and they took it off and that's when we got like Crown Royal, Jack Daniels, Etc. Then did they put it back on, or do we just lose those sponsors? I don't know. Well, no, because Jack was on uh, the three car for one race this past year. Oh yeah, that's right. So yeah. I guess we just lost him then. Yeah, I think we just lost him because back in the early '90s, tobacco got pulled, hard liquor got pulled, um, and then they released it finally. That's when we got the influx of, like I said, Jack Daniels and then Crown, Crown. Oil, mm-hmm. um, stuff like that. So, yeah. I, I, and plus we also had the Hooter Spirits car this year, and I mean that's. True. Just across the line, it's many like hard a, liquors. Yeah. So. It's like by Hooters, who is already sponsoring. Yeah. You know, so that I could see that being a loophole situation. But yeah, it makes sense that they probably just kind of lost those sponsors. Yeah, which I would almost see someone like Jack try and get back into it. Jack's got that country boy feel to it, like rebranding, kind of go back like PBR type at it like atmosphere mm, mm-hmm. bush you know like i i, I would i wouldn't be shocked to see a company come in and dump some money in just to try to get that i mean we got moonshine now right yeah so we start i think i think here in a couple of years i think we'll see another like big hard liquor brand get into it again i did see um a rumor on twitter and i could never really substantiate it but was saying that miller miller light was scaling back have you seen anything I have not. Gotcha. So curious to the, because if that's true, I mean, Bush is going all in. Yeah. Miller, if they're retrieving or retreating, uh, you know, I don't know. They're losing some market share there, I feel like. Yeah, I I agree. And maybe they feel like they've already started to lose it. And maybe they're like, we'll go ahead and count our losses now. Possibly. Instead of investing all that money into it whenever they feel like they're getting their butts handed to them by Bush. Bush took it to a next level. With all the different paint schemes they did for Hardwick, they got the fans engaged. They really sold the fans on it. Yeah. I do agree. Um, Other sponsor news is that Advanced Auto Parts has come back in. They've been in and out over the last several many years. You know, they're coming into the cup and sponsoring... Uh, Blaney. Blaney, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Byron's uh, better half's brother. <laughs> did you see the commercial? I did not. No, I, I was in Italy. I seen it was released. I just didn't get. So there was there's a commercial announcing it. And it's Ryan Blaney. You see his his feet like walking, going through a store down the aisle. His and then, feet probably in a fire suit. And then it shows him like at the counter, advanced auto parts, whatever. He's like buying this ju- this big spring, 
and this is on Instagram, and then uh, we posted this on on our Facebook page, I believe. Okay. Uh, but uh, Chase Elliott comments on there, and he's like, "Oh, buying your buying a big old spring, buying a big old crappy spring or something like that from from Advanced Auto." He didn't tag Advanced Auto, but I think he wrote it out. And uh, Blaney replied, and he's like, "Crap." He's like, "Well, maybe you should go back to." Napa and buy some of those performance parts that failed on your car the last uh, <laughs> 10 races of the season or some uh, smart ass comment like that. I was like, ah, that was kind of cold right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. And, but I mean, and then Bubba was also in on it saying something too, but it was pretty funny. Go check it out. Yeah. It, it's just, it is funny when the drivers start to like Rib use their user sponsors as like ammunition against each other. That's hilarious. All right. Uh, you want to talk about some drivers making some changes? Yeah, man, and one this I got my head scratching. And it's probably coming down to a money thing, but Landon Castle is out of the double zero Starcom. Yeah, and Quinn Hoff is going in there. Only one reason: money. It has to be money. Has to be. Landon's a favorite with the people. Yeah, I would agree. He doesn't wreck cars. Um, to me, he's talented. Which wasn't Quinn? Wasn't he supposed to be in the? Whatever it was, South Africa car, 97. Obaika, Obeka. Yeah, whatever happened to that? I don't know if it will. Uh, they didn't race at all last year. That's what happened. <laughs> so we've been talking about Obeka, this, or bike, whatever. That was a year ago. A year ago, they're supposed to be in the Cup Series all year long. It was announced to whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So anyway, they're supposed to be in a Cup season at the end of 2018 through 2019 on. They and haven't even been nowhere to be found. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be Quinn driving that car or if he just signed up to drive just a couple of races for them. Uh, I know he did a lot with the 77 Spire car. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Did they announce he's going to be driving the Spire car? Um, is it going to be just conglomerate again with like Justin Haley and a bunch of other people again? Uh, I know Brennan Poole's going to the premium. Premium car, yeah. Which again, Brent, Brent, I didn't see that coming. But it's not a, yeah, like I a, don't, a I big don't ride. I don't know. I'll try to look it up here while you're discussing yeah so brandon pull to the premium car like okay so landon caught me off guard the brandon pull move is just i didn't expect it but i'm not shocked by it i'm just thinking like what's landon gonna do now there's rumors that he's gonna partner with morgan shepherd and race morgan's car hmm. in the xfinity series i don't know if that's still gonna be the case or not so they do you have it listed as to be announced for this the Spire car seventy seven? Okay. okay. Um, John Hunter Nemechek has officially been named to the Cup car that he filled in for. Yeah. So, rookie of the year. Okay, so that's why I was going to with this rookie of the year. Who all do we have? God. So uh, we have Reddick. I think we got six people. Custer. Man. Bell. We have a. Uh, Brandon Poole now. Brandon Poole. Quinn. So it's Quinn. He's racing several races, so is he considered a rookie? Technically. What's the, Technically, it, he is, yeah. Okay, so Quinn, and who's the last one? And John Hunter. John Hunter, yeah. So six. Okay, that's so a, rank him. A, okay, out of those six, rank your order. Oh, man. Uh, Put you on the spot. Cole Custer. Okay. Tyler Reddick. Ooh, Interesting. Christopher Bell. Yeah. Um, and then we'll go John Hunter. 
uh, Brennan Poole. Well, yeah, that's a toss-up between Brennan and Quinn. Yeah, so, <laughs> at the yeah that, that's a tough one. So the, the, the tough one's the top three. Y- yeah. I, I'm solid on Custer being number one, but honestly, I think that we're going to see RCR. I think we're going to see Reddick be competitive in that car. And Christopher Bell being in the 95, I just don't know what to expect there. So, But they did say they're providing more resources with Bell in the car than they did with Matt D in the car. But it's, a total, it's a total different race package, man, from what the Xfinity cars were last year. Yeah. So I'm just, I don't know where. Reddick did know race in a couple of races. So Reddick does have a leg in a little bit because he did like, what, four True. races or yeah. five races yeah. this past and season? Custer hasn't. Or did he start? No, I don't think he did. Don't yeah, so... So I I, I almost I almost agree with you on that exact same order. I definitely think John Hunter is going to be the fourth on the list, toss up between fifth and sixth. I I see a case for Reddick being the best, Custer being two, Bell being three, Bell being two, Custer. Be, I I don't. I mean, it's a toss up. Yeah, on those three. I can't wait, man, to see how that one shakes out. Yeah, it's it definitely it's definitely going to be fun. Definitely going to be fun. Um, some other news with drivers is that Zane Smith is going to the GMS truck. GMS is going to have a stout lineup this next season. Yeah, I'm curious. Jimmy Creed, Brett Moffitt. Curious Zane about Smith. that, man. Um, I really didn't expect Zane to step. And I say step down. It's not He step did what, down, eight but, races for junior But he did well. Yeah, in you No, know, he did. Car. Yes, you're right. He did. So I really thought he would have another opportunity afforded to him in the Xfinity series, and it didn't happen. Or maybe he did but, have it happen, and he chose to go that route. I don't know. But I think this is going to help him open the doors because he did skip trucks. He went from ARCA to, to Xfinity. Xfinity. So I think this is doing a full season. I think it's going to be monumental for Does him. Does he need to, though? I don't. I mean, I don't think he needs or to. Or is he but doing it because that was the only opportunity? The other opportunities are probably a low level Xfinity cars, or maybe even a low level Cup car. Mm-hmm. Why not go and run for a potential championship? Because uh, he. Because why? I mean, if you do ten races in an Xfinity car, yeah, it's great, but you're not running for a championship. Mm-hmm. Now he had the chance to get a championship behind his name. Yeah, you know that's the other thing that. It's got me scratching my head with Hemrick, man, going into the car for junior part of the year. He's racing, like, what? what is it, 28 races or something like that? Yeah. He's not doing it's the full season. correct. And I just don't understand why they wouldn't have him run the whole season in that car. Sponsorship? I, don't, I mean, I know they're going to have junior in that car once. They're going to have Jeb Burton in the car a couple times. He's going in the, um, which car was it? I don't the remember. The, yeah, so... I don't. I mean, you've still got the seven. You've got the nine, right? Uh, and the, the one. one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna go there. Yeah. Um, yeah. But so you got one, seven, nine. But why wouldn't you have? To me, an, the eight is definitely a more of a front runner for the championship than the one. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just don't get the strategy. All there. money, man. That's. I mean, it's what it comes down to. It's. It has to come down to that as money, because there's no other explanation. Mm-hmm. So, just one of those unfortunate things. Couple other truck drivers, Ty Majeski is going to be racing for Nice in the truck series, hmm. and then uh, Tanner Gray, who's um, kind of more known for drag racing than circle track racing, is going to be driving for DGR Crosley. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah. Going to what you just mentioned, Ty Majeski. Yeah, dude, he has. I just saw this yesterday on Twitter. Apparently, has like the second highest i racing score. 
in the history of iRacing. Holy crap. Fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic racer on there, on that platform. He posted a picture of the setup that he uses, that he races with. Phenomenal. Guess what it, guess what it is? It's literally a desk like this. It's not, it's not, it's basically what I got in my yeah. freaking office, man. Yeah. It's not a cockpit. It's not a simulator. It's not a rig. Just a freaking desk and a Logitech. Looked to yeah. be like a G27. Sure. Shifter, pedals, boom. That's it. Huh. This dude has a phenomenal yeah. eye racing Score. stats. Yeah. Does it make you feel worse setup. about yourself? No, it makes me feel good. <laughs> It makes me feel good that I'm doing as well as I am with my setup. If I had like a Thrustmaster or Fanatic yeah. freaking setup, dude, or a real rig to sit in, like I want to know what I would do with that equipment or what yeah. he would do in that equipment. So right. so question, Ty Majeski, wasn't he a Toyota driver? Like hadn't he been he driving was always some in of with Ford? No, he was always in with Ford. The, who am I thinking of was driving a couple of the um, Bush the Bush trucks slash Bush or uh, Joe Gibbs cars throughout the season in Xfinity. Byron, Who am I thinking Byron of? Byron ran uh, Toyota no, trucks. So this past year, no, this past year, oh. the number 18 car, monster car, raced at like three or four races. Mm. It was an up-and-comer, and I thought it was Ty, but I guess it wasn't. Who, who am I thinking of? I don't know. Spencer Boyd, maybe? I don't know. No, no, no. It was a young, young, short guy. You have to look it up. I don't know. Uh, I did get back into iRacing while you're looking that up. I did get back into iRacing while you're on your little overseas trip. (laughs) You sent me some videos and stuff. Yeah, man. It's it's exciting. I I don't have as much time to do it in the summer, so when it gets cold outside, I like to get back into it. Plus, there's no racing to, you know, for me to get my fix on, so... I jump back in it. And actually, folks, if you are in iRacing or looking to get into iRacing for new subscribers, anybody that has an inactive account right now, you can get a subscription. You get three months for five bucks. It's a special that they got going on right now. Dang. Yeah. Three months for five bucks. It's only good till January 3rd, though. So if you're looking to do it, like that's an awesome price point because normally... You can uh, do it to where it's like 15 bucks a month, or you can buy three months uh, at $13 a month, or you can buy a whole year for, what is it, like right at 100 bucks, I think. You still have yours? Yeah, yeah, I still have my account. It's uh, 110 maybe. Have you, like, is it going to expire soon, or do you still I think I just renewed it in August, and I have not touched it once since I... You need to get back in it, man. Yeah, no, I got it. Get in that A-class so we can race together. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I uh, they were at Chicago Land last week, and it was pretty fun, man. Uh, Riley Herbst is who I was thinking. Of. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. so he and he's stepping up to Xfinity this season. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. That's who I was thinking of. I'm, I'm my bad. Gotcha. They, uh, to me, they look very similar. <laughs> gotcha. So, but yeah, go check out that if you're looking to get into iRacing or if you have an inactive account. It's actually on their Facebook page. I saw, so they're actually the ones promoting it. But I also got an e- in an email. Um, what else we got, man? Felix uh, Felix Abadas retiring. Yeah. That was kind of surprising, but he's not really been in the scene for a while. I think he's kind of taking a step back. Plus, he's kind of getting up there in age, isn't he? Oh, I'm sure he is. Yeah. 
sees. Our buddy Timmy Hill is going to be attending the Daytona 500. Yeah, he's going to be attempting with the MBM car. So good luck to him. Talk about MBM. Joey Gaze had his twins, mm-hmm. or his wife, Caitlin, had the twins. Mm-hmm. I can't remember their name. Carson and uh, Jace, I think. I think Jason Carson were the names. So congratulations to Joey. Um, and one thing I was wanting to point out, this is very interesting. Uh, most popular driver awards came out at the banquet. Um, so obviously we all know Chase won. The surprise one to me was the Xfinity series. I did not see that one coming. So Justin Allgaier won the most popular driver for Xfinity series. Oh, really? I thought it was going to be like Chris Bell, honestly. I mean, what, what's your input on that? I mean, I know he's a junior motorsports driver, so it automatically gives him a leg up. But I don't see Allgaier, maybe I know a Graxon over an Allgaier. Yeah. I did not see Allgaier being the most popular driver. I, I was shocked by that, but pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. He's kind of becoming a veteran of the sport and, you know, kind He's of a sentimental guy. favorite. I yeah. I mean, I guess that's what it is. I'm just, I don't know. I, I was just kind of surprised shocked. by that. Yeah. yeah. Because I could even see Reddick getting it. Well, yeah, and think of that. I mean, not only did he beat up Bell, but Custer, Reddick, all those guys. Yeah, so congratulations to Justin Allgaier and Ross Chastain. Not really a shock for Ross to win the Truck Series one. One thing I just want to point out here, what do these three guys have in common? Which three? The most popular drivers. Oh, which ones? I mean, yeah, what what do they got in common? They're all Chevy drivers. Oh, yeah. So so the funny thing is that Chevy can actually win something. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes. (laughs) Um, let's talk about some cars. Yeah. Because there's two two things in news involving cars. One is that TRD is developing Sprint Cup engines. Mm-hmm. So they're going to actually, Toyota's actually spending a lot of money in dirt racing and uh, Sprint cars now. Mm. Very interesting. That's, some, again, a vision I didn't see happening that's happening. So Toyota's pumping a lot of money into racing. Yeah. Just not Good their drivers. Them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but the big one is the Gen 6 car. Joey Logano took it out. We got to look at it, kind of. Notes? Anything you've seen? It's been verified wanna, tires are four inches wider than what they were. Oh, really? So that yeah. was... Okay, I saw yeah. that. They definitely sound different. The front end is not sealed down like the previous ones. Now, Correct. it's Which still the, very right. early. Could right. that change? Sure. Maybe. But maybe it's an ode to... The package that we had, man, like through the mid two thousands, you know, the cars yep. that were two thousand five to s- before the COT came in in oh seven, so like whatever that was oh six, you know, their valences were way off. Yeah, you know, yeah. So I don't think they're going to be glued to the ground quite like the like we've seen in the last couple of years, which is going to be good. It's going to be a little bit more production based. Yeah, which takes the good. arrow out of it a little yeah. bit. So, um, it's going to have a six-speed transmission instead of the traditional four-speed is the one thing that they've confirmed. Really? I did yeah. not know that. Yeah. So six versus... It's going to be six instead of four. Hello, Miss Shifts. <laughs> You're right. If, well, because, yeah, yeah, now they'll probably actually have to shift. Dude, yeah, there's going to be... Yeah. Wow. So they have, When did that come out? Uh, Yesterday, I think, is when I said Oh, it. shit. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy, man. So they're saying the way the cars are being looking as of right now for the Gen 6 that they're, they've been testing, next gen, I'm sorry, that they've been testing, is that they're really getting set up for street courses and road courses. Yeah. See ya. Bye, NASCAR. Nice knowing you. <laughs> you know my thoughts on that. They're I just not, don't see a, uh, I don't see a street, a street car race. They can I just do don't. one. They can do one a year. You said the same thing about the Roval, and now you love it. So it's been good. the Roval's been good. Yes, it's been a lot of drama. You're so with quick the Roval. to like no. 
Not, 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 not necessarily. Mm. I'm very cautiously optimistic. And that's extremely fine. cautiously and that's, that's optimistic. That's fine, but you can't talk a lot of shit about it and then be like, I don't I see I, d- I just personally do not see a street race working. Well, I mean, people said about that about the Roval, too. And yeah, but the Roval technically is just a road course, so that one wasn't really all that what unique. The, what the hell do you think of street courses? That's technically, I with, mean, it's a road course. With the Not, wall, yeah, but you don't have the runoffs. You don't have the, the I mean, you have. It could be implemented. I mean, you're on the wall right there. How are they going to make turns without slamming the wall constantly? I mean, they can without, make walls wider. They can make the track wider. It's all about the layout. But, but that's the thing is that they're limited on how far they can make the walls that they're using the streets. I mean, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I'll watch the first one. I'll go in with an open mind. Might get out of it whenever I say, oh, I told you so. I mean, they're going to try to do something exciting with it like they did with the Roval. I mean, what that's going to be, I don't know. But like, there's going to be You know what it reminds me it. of? Okay, this, whenever I think of street racing with NASCAR, this is exactly what I think of. Back when we were kids, we get these racing games. We go to the arcade and play NASCAR the racing Rumble. game. They're always on tracks that didn't actually exist. NASCAR Rumble? Yeah, <laughs> that's where I'm going, yes. So you always had like these street courses or whatever of these NASCAR cars on tracks that never exist. It just is very like fantasized, <laughs> funny, like over the top, like dumb, over the top. Never <laughs> I think of NASCAR and street course, that's what I think of. But yes, NASCAR Rumble is a perfect example. I mean Daytona USA other than I mean I think it's all about just getting into new markets, man, you know, honestly, is what their goal is there. I don't know. We'll I mean, see. They've they taken a, a note from F1 or, or IndyCar series, which is exciting. Dying. It's going to be more exciting than either mm-hmm. one of those. So. I would hope so. Yeah, but I mean, are they trying to fall foot? Like, oh, they're doing well, and they're really not doing that great. Penske just bought them for how much? Well, true, but mm-hmm. IndyCar actually did see a little bit of a resurgence this year. I don't I can't speak for F1, but I know IndyCar did see a lot of good, you know, key improvements this season, but, you know. Yeah, same thing could be argued for NASCAR in some areas too. So, who knows? Um, any other news? I don't pieces? have me personally. I don't have any other. Well, news. we have an announcement. We do. Yeah. What the hell am I missing? Uh, we're going to Talladega. Man. Oh yeah, we're going to Talladega. Yeah. <clears throat> so the spring race in Talladega. Yeah. We're April gonna go down twenty fourth, my birthday. That's when we're going down, right? Yeah, the Friday. Yeah. Yep. So the race is on the twenty sixth. Yeah. Right? Cup okay. is twenty sixth. Okay. Yeah. Xfinity twenty fifth. And then if as long as yeah. the weather's good, we'll shoot back on Monday. But um yeah, it's going down as kind of as fans for the most part. Yeah, you I know think. what? And then an experienced Talladega. I've never been. We're gonna do the camping thing. Yeah. Oh, you've never I, that's right. You've never been at Talladega. Never been at Talladega, man. So that's I'm ready awesome. to So you've been to Bristol. I was never to Bristol, so this year we're reversing the roles a little bit. It's yeah. been a long time. So I don't time, think there's but... any track that we neither of us have been or not been to. You know what I mean? At the yeah, I don't it's think you've very, been anything that I haven't been in, or vice versa. Yeah, very interesting. So, okay, uh, but yeah, I'm excited to go down there and see what and, the, the and we are legendary ser- parties are like. Yeah, we're not going to. We're literally taking this in as fans. We uh, we're going to go with some buddies, and uh, I think we kind of. I, we never come out and said this, but, but yeah, we were actually invited to. Yeah, yeah, sure. To it with some people that go down every year and they yeah. do the camping thing. So we were like, you know what? Yeah, <laughs> and, it. let's do it. And. I'm not even going to push for like media credentials or anything like that because I want to enjoy it as a fan. Mm-hmm. I want to partake in all that. And maybe it'd be cool to reach out to some of the guys we've had on the show. Maybe they'd come and drink a beer with us in a campground. Yeah. 
Yeah. That would be pretty badass. Yeah. So hopefully that can happen. But if you're in the area for Talladega, fuck, come over and say hi. Come drink a beer with us. I'm sure we're going to have lots of beer. Yeah, let us know if uh, you plan on going to Talladega for sure. Um, so we talked about the rookie class. What uh, Would you say that 2019, the season overall, was it a good season? Yeah. I, I think overall it was a success. I I was, again, a little optimistic because of the changes, the new package, but I think we've seen some really good races throughout the season. Um, there was very few races I looked at, like Phoenix, that was just like, what the F is going on? Yeah. Homestead. So yeah. there's I mean, that's more towards the end of the season that mm-hmm. some of those races really appeared. But overall, I think... I would say overall, yeah, it was a good season. Uh, Gluck had a poll, just like he does with the races, but was it a good season? Mm. Where do you think that mm. pulled? Mm. So... NASCAR is full of neg- negative Nancys. I'm gonna say I'm gonna, much so. I'm gonna say either a fifty fifty split or slightly skewed towards it wasn't a good season. You're close. Fifty six percent said yes. Okay. So you're we're, you're in the territory. Yeah. Uh, that compares to the year before, 2018, 69 percent yes. Wow. And 2017. 76% yes. We're trending the wrong way here. We are. So, in your mind, 2018 compared to 2019, I thought 2019 was better. I think it I consistently put better races on the track than 2018. Until the last... Until, yes. Yeah, maybe that's what the part of, the of it season. is, is that the last... Those section, are the freshest in your yeah, memory, exactly, so that's what you're banking exactly. off of? Yeah. I, would, I, I totally agree with that. Um, 2017, nothing... It's hard, man, to remember yeah, all is. these seasons. Yeah. But what happened in 2017 that would give us a 76%? Chase came into the sport. But he didn't win anything. No, he didn't. But he came in the second coming, right? Or that juniors last year? I don't know. You're the junior fan. Yeah. So when that did was, he retire? That was juniors last year. 2017? Yeah. So, I mean, there's a combination of stuff going on there that I think maybe helps skew that number. Right. Uh, so next time guys on the podcast, we are going to do, you know, obviously news and stuff like that, but we're going to do a little bit of a breakdown of not really necessarily 2018 or 2019's races, but we're going to go by the decade. Yeah. Let's go history. Let's break down the decade. We had 10 years of great racing that just basically stopped and we're going to start a new decade. So we're going to break down the 2010s. We're going to talk about the best drivers, the best races, the mm. best crashes, the mm. best finishes, the best altercations. It's going to take a lot of research because my memory sucks. Yeah, so you got two weeks, gas man. Start yeah. your homework, all yeah. right? Um, but basically, those those areas there, we might come up with a couple extras. But we want to hear from you guys as well as fans. Like, what, Who do you think the best driver of the 2010s was? Who's I'm not going to say right now. No, I'm not asking you. I'm okay. saying for the it's fans. It's rhetorical. Yeah, yeah. I got you. Okay. Uh, who's the best driver of the decade in your mind? Put aside fan favorite. Who was the best driver from 2010 to 2019? Uh, what was the best altercation, the best race, the best finish? Any others? Any other topics you want me to add, Gaspian? Oh, man. Um, put me on the spot here. Um, and when we say best race... Best overall race, like you enjoyed start to finish. Don't base it off who the finish itself. Use yeah, that yeah. for best finish. Like okay. that's its own different sure, category. Sure. But start to finish, what was the best, best race? Paint scheme. Yeah, that'd best be a good one scheme, of the yeah. 2010s. Yeah. yeah. 
best looking wife? <laughs> um, all right. If you want to go down that road. Um, what about craziest thing? What was the craziest thing in the 20? You know, it could have been the jet dryer thing. It oh, could God, be right, right, yeah. The I mean, there's so much things that I'm not even thinking Racetrack yeah, coming up. There's squirrels on the racetrack. There's freaking the... What about the... Okay, talk about that. What about the fox that we found out that... um, Who, who in the truck series hit the damn fox? It was uh, Todd Gilliland. Oh, yeah, yeah. Todd, so this came out on my way to on my way to Italy. I found out that uh, Todd Gilliland on the last race of the year hit a fox. Well, not only that, remember um, they had the uh, camera on the string at Lowe's or at home oh god I called it Lowe's Charlotte Motor Speedway <laughs> yeah. and it failed remember it, yeah, fell, it fell down it on fell the track down, yeah. the cars ran over yeah. it and it was like a steel braided wire man like if yeah. if that got wrapped up in a car and like got yeah. pulled man like that could have decapitated somebody I'm pretty Heck sure yeah. Like that's pretty. There's a lot of crazy shit crazy. that's happened this past so, decade, so let that soak in guys to two weeks before we have that episode but like send us your thoughts on that so our next episode would probably be new year's day we yeah. might be a little hungover but we'll do it for you yeah one one twenty yeah first year of the new decade first day of the new decade or that's what i meant that's <laughs> <laughs> also the first year yeah but i wasn't wrong there yeah um anything else you want to talk about gas man uh, so something that just came to my mind talking about hot wives, you know, this wife is not hot, but made me think of it. Austin and, uh, Whitney are expecting a child. Oh Congratulations yeah. Congratulations to them. All right. Yeah. Congrats to them. I want to make a horse noise right now, but we'll refrain. Um, I went and seen a movie. Ford versus Ferrari. I did see that. Yes. Okay, I've not seen that. Oh yeah. That's good. Go see it. Uh, I saw another movie as well. W. Dez Dallas. Dark Waters. Dark Water. Have you heard of it? I don't think so. It kind of hurt me a little bit. Okay. To, to uh, like, in retrospect, like, go back and reflect and know that it happened. Is it a NASCAR-related movie? Uh, No, not specifically, but it's a big sponsor that has been in NASCAR is what it's about. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, I know. I I can't remember if you told me about this or someone else. I don't think I told you. That must have been someone else, but it has to do with DuPont. DuPont. Yes, okay, yeah. So it's got Mark Ruffalo, basically the Hulk from Avengers, if you're familiar with him. He's (laughs) Whoa, no politics. (laughs) Uh, Basically, he's a lawyer uh, for big agricultural companies like DuPont, and he gets approached by a farmer who says, hey, you know, my crops are dying my cows are dying something's going on i need help and he's of course you know usually used to defending these companies not the guy that's being poisoned by them right so he gets kind of i guess you could say a soft heart and goes ahead and helps this guy and eventually i'm not going to ruin the story or ending anything because you definitely should go watch it but you know helps helps the the small guy for once um and it really kind of puts into perspective like how much power corporations have. Uh, but at the other, on the other hand, like I had no idea like this was going on. Like they covered up so many things from the investigations and, and stuff. It's crazy. Just go watch it. It's a great, great dark waters. Dark waters. It's a great film. Kind of hurts because I what? always was like oh dupont's awesome dupont's awesome dude i mean all companies probably do unethical oh, shit Oh, i'm sure yeah but i'm just you know this kind of brought it to light so i'm like holy shit i know one company that doesn't do unethical stuff 
shooterslane.com. So for Christmas season, <laughs> check out shooterslane.com. Buy buy a gun for someone for, or a gift certificate before Christmas. Some could say that's unethical. I just dropped a branding in the middle of our episode. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> it did. Shooterslane.com. Yeah, some some people could argue so, against that, though. Uh, Well, no, 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 no. I don't think so. It's not an unethical company. They don't. They don't, they don't do anything unethical. <laughs> <laughs> All right, if you say so. So the uh, owner, the owner. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Uh, <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't. I was going somewhere else with that. I don't remember. Anyway, Dark Water. Oh yeah, what streaming service did you watch that on? Or um, was it in theater? The theater. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's still in theaters. Okay. Uh, talk about theaters. Fucking Star Wars comes out tonight. Yeah, you can go see it. Uh, no, you know me better than that. You're not gonna see it tonight. You're not gonna see it at all. I mean, I'll probably eventually watch it, but I have like this much interest in Star Wars. Well, all of these new ones have pretty much sucked. No, I think they've always been like, if you take them for a single movie, they've been okay. I just uh, my favorite one was Episode Three of all time, Revenge Big, of the Sith. Whatever it's called, because there's action. Yeah. I liked all the action. Uh. I don't know, man. Like these new ones, I watched them, but they just they don't they don't grip me like the old ones did. No, I don't. None of them have. Hey, I will uh. say thanks for letting me use your Disney Plus account while you're in Italy. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm my wife, my wife, messaged me like, "Why is your account that's called whatever your name is?" <laughs> Lugs. Lugs, basically, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh yeah. By the way, I gave him access to our Disney. Yeah, I'm Plus all caught up on the Mandalorian. That's a good show, dude. I love the Mandalorian. I do. He had me sold that first episode when he said weapons was his religion. Oh yeah, I'm like yeah, I'm sold. Yeah, I love <laughs> this. Yeah, and I don't want to get all like girly and stuff, but the baby Yoda is that thing so cute or what? <laughs> yeah, it is. It is pretty cool. Yeah, uh, the sounds it makes too. <laughs> I don't so, think I've noticed the sound too much. It's always know. like cooing and yeah, <laughs> shit like that. Yeah. But yeah, it's a good show, man. Uh, I'm trying to think. So, what kind of big holiday traditions do you have? This is Christmas episode. Let's talk about Christmas. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, I had a Christmas program I, to, I went I, to last night for my daughter. A, oh, yeah? Yeah, it was boring as hell, <laughs> which any as all parents will understand. You know, you see your child for five minutes. You know, you're there for an hour. You got to listen to all these other dumb kids play shit <laughs> and then sing. Uh, but, hey, it was, um, yeah, you, you go for your child. <laughs> um, I normally just go out to my parents. They live locally and... Yeah. Go out there, meet family, and all that kind of stuff. What about you? Uh, Same. Yeah, we're. I need some Christmas ideas for we're my not mom. Doing Any, any- anybody that has a good idea of what they're getting their mom, I need to know so I can copy off you. Well, I would tell you what I got my wife, but there might be a point she two percent ain't listening to this. So, dude, I spent a lot of freaking money in Italy on jewelry. Of course. For her. Oh, well, besides that, <laughs> that's a given. It is legal in Italy, by the way. <laughs> Prostitution is it, it is yeah. I didn't know that. I was joking. I did not partake in any of that. Wink. No wink. There was no, <laughs> there was no wink there, Lugs. Don't, don't get me in trouble. Yeah. There was no wink there. Nothing happened. Do they have? So tell me about that. Can you get like a monster in Italy? I've seen him one time. One time at some little store I was walking past. So here's the yeah. So here's the deal with Italy. At least the part of Italy I was in. Well, pretty much every part I visited too, is that. You could not find soda. If you did find soda, what's everybody freaking drink there? Water. They drink gas. Oh my god! I'm surprised gassed. you. I know, you right? Made it back alive. Gassed 
or non-gassed water, so carbonated or not carbonated. They drink a lot of carbonated water and then uh, wine, I mean, as, or in coffee. And you, there's a certain order of coffee. You cannot have a cappuccino after the morning. Like you like they say no. Like no, I mean, Americans are like dumb American. I'll get you a coffee. You know, mm. and you ask for a coffee, they bring you an espresso. Hmm. So I mean, it's completely different there. But yeah, no soda. I go. I went to the grocery store several times. At the grocery store, I seen a Pepsi once. Yeah? Yeah. So the actual, if anybody did have soda, it was Coke. Coke or Coke Zero only. So in most of the places that were like, if you wanted a Coke and whiskey, is about the only time you really get a Coke. Mm. Uh, but no one had, I didn't even see a single Mountain Dew. I did not see a single diet drink, like really? Diet Coke yeah. or Diet Mountain Dew. Coke Zero is the closest thing to a diet drink that i actually seen. What Fanta, about, Fanta's huge. Really? What yeah. about like candy? Is it like just zero sugar? Like, is that is that the big thing over there? Like, you can't find junk food or what? No, they had all kinds of junk food. I uh, bought all kinds of chocolate and stuff. I mean, hmm. they love their chocolate. Hmm. Love their chocolate. What's, Kinder, Kinder's a very popular chocolate brand. Nutella is from Italy. Yeah, I've had Nutella. I'm not a big I, fan. Oh of man, it. I love. I could eat a tub full of Nutella. What What's the best thing you had to eat over there? Oh my gosh, there's so much. Um. So the area, the, so one unique thing Seafood? about, actually no, no. Well, you, sent kind me of, a, you sent me a lot of octopus pictures. Yeah, so that's that's the funny thing is that this area, they had a lot of octopus, but no fish. I literally was no fish on any menu there. Hmm. So this, so every region of Italy is known for different things. So a different type of grape, which means different types of wine. wine so you literally yep. could go thirty kilometers or thirty miles away and be a whole different set of food and wine. Hmm. So it's very interesting. So the Sangiovese uh, grape wine was very popular in the area I was. I was in the Emilia Romana region. Um, octopus was very popular, but this area is known for tortellini and lasagna, Ooh. and the and phenomenal tortellini de roda is uh, tortellini and broth mm-hmm. is phenomenal. The lasagna they make their lasagna noodles with uh, spinach. So it's spinach pasta and it's mm-hmm. green. So your lasagna is green. Mm-hmm. But still tastes the same and Interesting delicious. fact. You go to Olive Garden, which I'll never go to again. You go to Olive Garden. <laughs> because you've had it real yeah. Italian so you food. go, Yeah, you go and order the tour of Italy. It's three things. Spaghetti and meatballs, lasagna, fettuccine alfredo. You're over talking to people in Italy. They're like, we'll occasionally do spaghetti, but no meatballs. You don't mix those two. <laughs> meatballs by themselves, spaghetti by themselves. With like a ragu sauce, which is like a meat sauce. But spaghetti is very rare. Fettuccine Alfredo, they look at you like you're a fucking idiot. What's that? <laughs> yeah. And lasagna is nothing like lasagna. So Olive Garden can go suck a big one. <laughs> the prices of the food in Italy, I can go to Italy, eat a full meal with wine, and it'd be probably half the price of Olive Garden. Hmm. It's crazy, man. Hmm. Very crazy. I drank a sure, shit because they wine. produce just so damn much of it. So another, in, so another interesting thing: most places will only be open from like twelve to three, and then they'll close and they'll open back up at seven thirty or eight at night. Italians don't eat until like eight o'clock at night. Hmm. So there's many times I went into a restaurant eight o'clock at night. You have to be out by nine thirty because wow. that's when they had the reservation was for nine thirty. That table uh-huh. reserved at nine thirty. We'll let you come in now, but you have to be leaving by 9.30. So you go at dinner at 8 o'clock. Dinner's always at least a two-hour event because they make a big thing about it. When you're leaving at 10 o'clock is when it starts to get busy on a freaking work night. 
What the fuck? Isn't that crazy? That's wow. Yeah. And then they just go home and sleep for like six hours and get them go to work. I guess, yeah, because every morning we went to the plant I was working at, like testing our equipment. We got there at eight in the morning, and they're all there working already. <laughs> so I, uh, it's Weird. different, different. Weird. Uh, I became a big fan of gin and tonics. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a drink that they drink called Aperol Spritz. It's like a fruity, orangey kind of drink. It's pretty good. And it's gin. No, Aperol Spritz is a different type. So oh, okay. I got I drink a lot of gin and tonics and Aperol Spritz oh, okay. wines. Um, they like their sliced meats there. So I was in Bologna, Italy, for the most part. They have in the U.S. We have Bologna, right? Well, it's named after that city because that city's known for mortadella, which is what we call Bologna. Uh, but it's a lot better there, like a lot better. It's a lot less greasy there. Mm. But they like their sliced meats, their salamis, their. Uh, uh, prosciutto, all that yeah. stuff, and all these different cheeses that you can't get in the U.S. Yeah, they make cheeses fresh every day. Uh, mozzarella, I'll never eat Kraft mozzarella again. <laughs> Seriously, their mozzarella is buffalo mozzarella. It's made with water buffalo milk, and it's creamy, soft, and just so damn good compared to the mozzarella here. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I learned. I feel so uncultured. I learned to say blissima. It means you are beautiful. So our fans out there, to say bellissima. <laughs> yeah, I uh, learned. Who are you uh, saying that to? Uh, I just, just no one. I, I learned it. <laughs> I learned it to uh, tell my wife. Oh, good catch. Yeah, thanks for <laughs> your jackass look. So, uh, oh, God. Yeah, uh, I learned uh, some very naughty words. Uh, oh, so here's a funny, a couple funny stories for you. Um. I got sick while I was over there, and they're trying to get me to go to the hospital. I had bronchitis. Basically, I mean, yeah, yeah. I literally, I was breathing, and I can feel like the tubes down your lungs. Ugh. I can feel them just like hurting when I would breathe. So they're trying to get me to go to the hospital. I called my wife, talked to my wife. My wife's a nurse practitioner. She's like, "No, nah, that's virus. You'll you'll take some days. You need rest and water. You'll get over it." Well, unfortunately, I didn't drink a lot of water. I drank a lot of beer, <laughs> wine, etc., a lot of alcohol, and I didn't rest a whole lot either. Anyway, a week later, I started getting over it. But the funny part is I had to go to the pharmacy, and the pharmacy there is not like the U.S. The pharmacy there is like the size of this studio room, and all they have is like pharmacy items. Like the most commercialized item you might find in there would be a Band-Aid, <laughs> and they don't have Band-Aid brand. So I go in the first time. I'm like, my throat's hurting, trying to have this conversation because I don't know how to speak Italian, obviously. Cough drops. So they hand me this box of stuff. I'm like, good, maybe I get some. Like, thank God. My throat will feel better. Get back to the hotel room, open it up. And it's like a ginormous bottle of Visine <laughs> that you squirt into water. You drop it. Eye drops. Like eye drops. Into it's like water. a dropper into okay. water for cough. So it's not like what you think of cough drop. You mm-hmm. literally, it drops into water. They, so they drops. don't have cough drops. They don't have cough drops. Hmm. So that so I thought I found last day I was there I found them in the grocery store Ricola oh yeah but they were they were with candy yeah which okay interesting yeah um so then I went back and you know I've tried to find something for congestion so they gave me this medif- medicine called Actifed Actifed's been banned in the U S since two thousand six I found out this stuff really screwed with me <laughs> why <laughs> it's I guess the the chemical formulation is like mainly pseudoephedrine and I mean really like Kicked my ass. So the first day, I didn't know what I can't read the like instructions. Like drowsy, or 
Made you drowsy? All over. Like, like I was high. <laughs> so, I did, I'm, okay. So, I'll tell you a quick little story about what happened. I'm going to look like a freaking douche, and I'm, I apologize. So. <laughs> what else? So, I took, like, I can't read the instructions. So, I'm like, I'm a big guy. I'll take three of these things, okay? Oh, God. So. Brave. By the time I got to dinner, I'm, like, slobbering on myself. Okay. <laughs> And then we we get alcohol. We got two pitchers of beer oh, to start shit. off with you plus a bottle of wine. Then I drank. Okay, so I you're smarter <laughs> than that. Come on, I know, right? I'm, I, I, it was bad decisions all night long. <laughs> so I don't. I actually I don't remember most of the night. But what I've been told by my colleagues that they had to pull me out of the restaurant because somebody was had a lot of cologne on, and I started saying, "Who the fuck's got Old Spice on?" Fucking Old Spice. Who the fuck is Old Spice around here? And then I have that day I happened to learn the word for fuck off in Italian, vuffaculo. So I started yelling this in this fucking restaurant, like Old Spice, vuffaculo. <laughs> so they had to pull me out of the damn restaurant because I was making a scene. Oh, and I don't God. remember any of that shit. <laughs> yeah. All right. Tell us about yeah. your pickpocket story. Uh, so... <laughs> I, I got felt up by an Italian woman. I'm assuming she was Italian. Anyway, so there's a group of us. There's four of us. We're walking down this really busy road on a Friday afternoon. And the guy walking in front of me, he's part of our group, a uh, real skinny guy, but he's six foot eight. And he takes, Holy shit. Yeah, so this woman, started, she's carrying a baby, comes up to him, starts asking for money. And he just, nope, get away. And he just like increases his stride and just takes off, right? Well, I'm behind him. So she comes up to me, money, money. I'm like, no, go away. She starts getting closer and closer. Next thing you know, she's like literally pushing me into the wall of the, of the building that we're walking past. I'm like, get off of me. I'm not, <laughs> she's got a baby in her arms. So I'm not going to shove her. I'm like, get off of me. And I remember looking up at the guys that I'm with. They all turn around, and make eye contact with me. And they're basically like, fuck you. And they turn around and keep walking. <laughs> I'm like, help me out here. Somebody get this bitch off of me. So she's like pushing up against you, Dude, up against she's the wall. all over me. Like, I mean, literally straight Speaking up molesting Italian, me. asking for money. Uh, yes. Okay. So uh, carrying a baby. Okay. So the baby's wrapped up in a blanket. Okay. And I can't technically see her arms. So Was it, was it a real baby? Yeah, I did see the baby. It is a real baby. Um, I'm so, just wondering if it was like a ploy. R- right. So she finally backs off me and walks away. And then as soon as she did, I'm like, wait a second. Something was not right about that. I stick my hand in my pocket. Because I kept my wallet in my front pocket so I wouldn't be pickpocketed. My fucking wallet was gone. My Kleenexes were gone. My wallet's gone. My passport's still there, thankfully. How'd she get Kleenexes and your wallet out of your front pocket? She is a professional. So I turned around. I was like, they, she, I was like this bitch stole my wallet. So I turned around to go chase her down. As I was trying to chase after her, this little old lady came up from behind me and slipped my wallet into my front pocket in my coat. And I gr- grabbed her hand. I caught her hand in my pocket and I grabbed her hand. And I started cussing her out, almost punching her in the face. So what it is... She handed re- it off. She handed it off to, I'm assuming it's her mom. And since I noticed immediately, immediately they were trying to pretend like it didn't happen. So they are trying to put it in another pocket to act like, oh, I just didn't check the right pocket, right? Because mm-hmm. they had a scheme going. And then this is like one of the busiest days of the week. It was a Friday million people everywhere they can run the scheme big time and i just started going off on that lady almost like i said almost punched her in the face it's old little old lady but it was nasty so i got my wallet back nothing was taken because i immediately caught it but man it was a uh, heart That's sank crazy. immediately 
like you almost felt sick to your stomach immediately. Yeah. Just, yeah. Cause I only took, I took one credit card with me to use and I had a little bit of cash and that was in that wallet. So if I didn't have that wallet, what was I going to do? Right. Thankfully she didn't get my passport. That yeah. was still in my pocket. Thankfully. <sighs> That sucks. So yeah, so and I'm you know we look back on the guys who were with me like, dude, we're so sorry, we shouldn't have left you. We we did not think that was gonna happen. We just thought you were talking to her. I'm like talk, I'm like screaming at her to get the fuck away from me, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um. So talking to locals, they said, hey, it's against the law to use a baby, so they probably would try to put it back in your pocket so you wouldn't raise a concern because they're breaking the law automatically just having the baby there, like. You can't have babies in the area you that you're at. You cannot beg for money. You cannot oh, beg for baby. money with the baby. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's beggars everywhere, like any big city. Uh, but you cannot use animals or a baby. So Weird. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I guess it's very common. What I found out is that the, most of these pit pocketer people are actually controlled by the mafia. And this is coming from a local person I was talking to. And they go to, like, Romania and get these women who have, like, no future in Romania and bring them over and use them to do pickpocket. Sob story. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. So, anyway, mafia still controls a lot of Italy. Hmm. That's crazy, man. Yeah. Well, luckily you didn't lose your stuff and you caught it. Yeah. And also, I'm impressed you had the self-control not to punch that lady. You know me and my (laughs) anger, right? Yeah. So I, I or I, shove her down or something. Yeah, I am break her neck. I'm fucking shocked too. I'm fucking shocked too. I, I honestly don't know what. What was back. her reaction when you caught her? Was she like, "Oh fuck, I'm caught." Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, oh yeah, like surprise on her face. And then I just started going off on her, and then she ended up getting like yelling at me, and I have no idea what the fuck she said. Obviously, <laughs> so what, yeah, like, what does she got this to yell at you about? I guess because I yelled at her. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea what the hell she was yelling at. Oh, I don't man. know. I would yeah. love to know what she was saying. Yeah. She's like, oh, you're a sexy man. That's what she was yelling. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> man, crazy stuff, dude. Well, yeah. Glad you're back. And Yeah, thanks. You know, it was nothing to see a Lambo driving down the road or, you know, Maseratis everywhere. Oh, I bet, man. Yeah. What do most people do over there for occupation? Uh, the area I was in is very industrial. So there's a lot of factories there. Like factory workers? Yeah. yeah hmm. I would say it's a lot. It's one of the most richest areas of Italy because well, Those of, aren't the people driving the Lamborghinis then, right? Or are well, they? a lot of factory executives, there's a lot of money being pumped in from these factories. Like the equipment we were buying, we spent, I think my company spent close to $25 million on the equipment we bought. Gotcha. Yeah, so somebody's making a big bank off that stuff. Hmm. Yeah. Well. And the Ferrari... Museum and or uh, like like a, there's an Enzo Museum, a Ferrari Museum, Ferrari Fractor. Well, no, you sent Ducati. me a snap of a Lamborghini in the airport, right? Yeah, yeah. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, I mean Lamborghinis made half hour down the road, mm-hmm. and like I said, Ducati. Just did you go anywhere cool for like tours? Did you get to see anything? Did you get to go uh, to like a Lamborghini? I know. I I wish I wanted to. It is something. I just didn't get a chance to go to any of that. Um, so like two hours north is Beretta. I would love to went to the Beretta factory and being a gun guy. Um, but what I ended up doing was on my first week in there, we went to a little city called Ferrara. It has like a castle and stuff. Small, easy city to get around. We went to that. And then I went to uh, Florence one weekend in uh, visit of Florence and stuff like that. Then I went to Venice. Venice is by far the most beautiful city I've ever seen. Hmm. 
Nice. Yeah. I feel yeah. uncultured. I need to go experience something. It was crazy. You're walking down like what he thinks like a sidewalk, and it just dead ends into water. And there's this boat going past. We're like, taxi. The guy's like, oh, yeah, yeah. So it's like New York City. Like, you raise your hand in there. It's a but freaking it's a boat. boat. Yeah. <laughs> so the guy pulls up in this boat, and we jump on, and he takes us over to, like, the big square in Venice. There's, like, a big church and stuff to look at. And he gave us his phone number, said, call me if you need to go. He spoke great English. Call me if you need to go anywhere else or just whatever. So we went and walked around for several hours. We come back. We call him. He comes to where we were and picks us up. And then he takes us on a personal tour of Venice. Hmm. So we took a picture with him. His name was Emiliano, but it was awesome because he grew up in Venice. Really cool guy, but yeah, he took us all around and hmm. showed us like where the Italian job was filmed. Oh yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, that was very pretty cool. sweet. Yeah, very cool. Tip him well. I uh, yes, yes. Uh, actually, um, I didn't have any euro on me at the time, so a guy in our group did. And he gave him uh, sixty euro extra. That's a huge tip. Yeah, but he was so awesome. I mean, he was just like he literally took us around, showed us all kinds of stuff. Is Went there, out his way. Did you see like U.S. currency very often, or just no, no, not no, at no, all? no, no one? Gotcha. Yeah, no one. The only currency they take is euro. Oh, okay, yeah. Trying to do laundry over there was a freaking cluster. <laughs> I remember. Yeah, my the first time I go something. to do laundry, all the instructions are in Italian. So I'm like trying to okay, just visually look at this and figure this out. So I figure it out, and then it's an Italian guy comes in. And he's asking me to explain to him how to do laundry whenever all the damn signs are in Italian and I speak English. And he spoke no English, so I'm like charading how to put shit in the washer and where to put money at. It just, yeah. Wow. Very entertaining. A lot of people speak good English. Hmm. Like some of the restaurants you go to, you can't even tell there's an Italian accent. They speak such good English. Hmm. Taxi drivers, on the other hand, no. Did anybody say anything about your accent? Uh, we actually had a lady approach us in a restaurant. They asked where we were from, so we told her, and she said she loved our accent. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. That is funny. Yeah. Huh. Now I wonder how country, country we, you know. I'm sure it's pretty bad. My uh, there's this guy that joined our group from uh, he's from the UK, and like my wife talked to him on the phone, some whatever, just like, hey, this is Joe, whatever, and. She's like, oh, could you bring home some of that accent? Oh. I was like, it was funny. We kept draw, uh, making jokes about how he would just talk to a girl and their paintings would just drop. <laughs> Women love British accents, but it's funny. Hmm. Yeah. It was funny. It was, it was a great time, though. Great time. Hmm. There's a chance I'll be going back again over the summer, but we'll see. Interesting. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, um, thanks for sharing all that. Yeah. Uh, Good time. Anything else to uh, wrap up the podcast? Flight get delayed. Fuck American Airlines. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <All> right. <laughs> Next time I won't fly American, I don't think. Yeah. Um, no, I think I'm good. Got no plans for Christmas other than get my daughter family. a few things. Wife. Family time. Yeah. yeah. We're not, like, my family's not even doing their Christmas until New Year's Eve. Oh, really? Yeah, because we can't, like, all the family. My mom's a nurse, and my sister works in a factory. Just to try and get, you know, time it where... We get the family together. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. But it's, it's nice to be back on the podcast. It's been a while. Uh, a little rusty, like I said. Yeah. You're over there yawning like a son of a bitch. So, yeah. Yeah. You put me to sleep. Yeah, sorry. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's cool. Um, yeah. So we'll be back, guys, in uh, two weeks. So like Gasmin said, uh, the first is what we're yep. shooting for currently, if, as long as nothing changes, and uh, go over some more news and then kind of do our breakdown of the decade. 
Yeah, absolutely. It's gonna. I actually really look forward to this episode. I love the episodes where people who have never listened to our show can go back and listen. And it's not like, you know, last week's update. It's like something that can be listened to at any time. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So. And we got a couple of those from last season. So if you haven't heard early episodes, go back and listen to those. We talk about our favorite drivers, et cetera. So. Yeah. So uh, shoot us an email, guys, reckonerace at gmail.com if there's something you want us to talk about, yeah. maybe a topic that, you know. Or a Christmas gift idea for Lugs Mom. <laughs> that too. But uh, yeah, if, if you got a topic on, you know, the decades, something you want to hear our take on, our opinion, shoot us an email. Yeah, absolutely. We will talk to you soon. Love you, folks. And the check and flag waves on this episode. Tune in next week to keep updated on all things NASCAR. Please like us on iTunes and follow us on Podbean. We like to hear from you, so reach out to us too at wreckingandracing at gmail.com. Thanks again and see you soon.